This is Diverse FM. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Robin and Friends, a podcast featuring highlights from some of our best shows on Diverse FM. It may contain some cheeky chats too, so enjoy. Hi, welcome to Robin and Friends, a podcast from Devils FM. I'm Robin Zhang. I hope you enjoyed our very first episode so far. Before starting the podcast, we thought we were just about to talk about something happened to your previous shows, but now it seems this is becoming a place for us to have a chat about some topics that we did not get enough time to talk about in our show as well. In that sense, we will get a production team and also the commentary crew in from time to time, if we can, to bring you a little bit more to listen to. In this and the next few episodes of our podcast, we want to have a chat about something related to a new research published by Alan Cohen and fellow scholars on the science. It is called civic honesty around the globe. In the study, researchers used field experiments in 355 cities spanning 40 countries around the globe. They turned in over 70,000 lost wallets with varying amounts of money at public and private institutions, and measured whether the recipient will you know, contact the owner to return the wallets. The result looks devastating to many Chinese people, as it says less than 10% of Chinese people would contact the owner of the wallet. Therefore, China has become the most dishonest country among those examples. And you can download the whole research and supplementary materials on Science website. Firstly, we got Tammy, who is our assistant producer on Devs FM, in the show to talk about her views on this report. I'm really shocked by the news of China being regarded as the most dishonest country among 40 countries globally in a survey. So I read it carefully. The right word "science" in the paper. It's like scarlet lighter to make me feel very upset. With curiosity and unacceptable feelings, I learned the so-called science report, and I think the situation is now that desperate because the way they do the experiment is way too simple to draw a conclusion like that, and the whole thing is now self-supporting. Despite other factors that will influence the result of the survey, like cultural differences, development situations, and historical background, the survey failed to draw the conclusion in a rush without full consideration of its scientific accuracy. Firstly, population difference. China's population is much larger. So, how many samples should be measured compared to other countries is a big problem. But the paper didn't mention it. Secondly, region differences. In China, regional development is very unbalanced. So, which cities should be selected to do the experiment will make differences on the result. Thirdly, habit difference. There's lots of way to return wallets. Unlike Western countries, Chinese people prefer to use WeChat or text messages to each other. But I think it's like a double-edged sword. Although the result is wrong about China, it really reminds us of the importance of civic honesty, and I think we can develop to be much more trustful and cooperative in the future. Although the result of the survey is not accurate. As a side effect of technology development, the dishonest behavior really increased this year in China. New produce things like、um, sharing economic and P2P or other financial products increased 
the possibility of dishonest behavior. Cheaters and destroyers appeared under the circumstance. As we know, it's much more easier for people to borrow money and using sharing properties like sharing baskets. And the result is we can see broken sharing baskets on the street everywhere in many cities. And we can learn about stories like uh, uh, the cheaters who borrow money from the platform and uh, didn't return it, and company owners who collect money and ran away. These kind of things are common phenom- phenomenon in China, and it really need our attention. I really think our government should take some actions to change the situation. It's a time to change. We really need to make things much better, if we want to regain our reputations around the world. We should do something. The thing we can do is just improve ourselves, to solve the problems in the society, and that's the only way we can do it. And we must do it. Many thanks to assistant producer Tammy. Right, she is a bit shy, and she decided not to speak to me in the podcast directly, but recording this this you know monologue on her own. But it's still very much something to listen to. We'll try our best to get another regular listener and contributor, Triple, to speak to me in the podcast. But he he said he just presented his own show talking about this issue, so we got some of the clips from his show in which he explains his views on this report. So a recent article in Science, one of the world's leading journals, discusses the civic, the、uh, civic honesty around the globe. So as soon as the article was published, it caused a heated discussions in China. So as me, so this is because、uh, the data、uh, from a large number of studies prove that China is the least trustworthy of countries. The country they studied. So this is to say, like when it comes to when it comes to honesty, Chinese people are at the bottom say of the list. So is that really the case? The paper, the civic honesty around the globe. The paper appears in Science, a leading international journal, on June twentieth. More than seventeen thousand lost wallets were handed over to public or private institutions in three hundred and fifty-five cities in forty countries. And the researchers counted how many people contact the researchers through the email address reserved in the wallets. So for this kind of experiment, the researchers choose five types of institutions: banks, theaters, museums, or other cultural establishments, post office, hotels, playstations, courts, or other like other kind of foreign platforms. So the wor- the wallets are also divided into three categories. So the first one is the three. Identical business cards or shopping list and the key. The business card information includes the the、uh, name of the ordinary mail and reserved、uh, email address. So these are all in the all in local languages. And second one, the local currency with the purchasing power of like how much is it? Thirteen point five 
dollars. So let's just say that's fifty RMB, fifteen yuan in China, added to the former. And the third one is they provide an extra large wallet with a purchasing power of nearly ninety four or ninety five dollars in Britain, in United States, in Poland. So after all the researchers collected the lost wallets and entrusted them to the authorities in different countries and cities, they they counted whether and how much feedback they received over the 100-day period. So first of all, the contact information reserved in the wallet is by email. Many people said that you know, the Chinese people are not in the habit of using email. So therefore, when they get the wallet from that others, although they want to contact the owner as soon as possible, but there is no way to send a feedback to to in the reserved mailbox. But email really isn't that problem because the scenarios selected by the researchers, the research, are all the, that can use mailboxes frequently, such as banks, post office, hotels, and so on. So the chart. The chart gave in the report. I can't describe that one. So it proves that if Chinese people really do not use email, they probably don't give feedback. So once they get their wallets, whether they have money or not, but the reality is that when people have money in their wallets, they give about ten percent more feedback than when they don't. So even if the frequency of the email used in China is generally low, there is no guarantee that there is no place like or even lower than China in so many countries and regions like the in the study. So in addition, the researchers like the largest city in each country. For example, the hotel staff in these places communicated with travelers from all over the world by emails. But when the factors like hotel are considered. China's rankings do not change much, so mailboxes do not really play a significant role in this study. So, what is a make China the worst of these countries? We believe that the author's original intention in doing the research was not to morally disparage a country or region, but what if researchers? The conclusions do not point to subjective moral issues like honesty and dishonesty. So, after all, no amount of data and no amount of the recorders' research can scientifically verify scientifically whatever can verify the subjective things. So, what's more, there were a number of factors. That were not taken into account in the study, such as the habit of using the contact information in the place where the person was assigned, and their judgments of the importance of receiving a lost wallet. So, what about items that are vital to the owner, such as exchanging money in a wallet for keys or virtual identification? So, if so, the feedback rate would certainly be quite different. So, as I said before, the mailboxes doesn't don't really play a significant role in the study. So, what is make it the、uh, China the worst of the countries? So, we believe that the author's original intention in doing the research was not morally disparage a country or region. But what if the researchers, the conclusions? Do not point to subjective moral issues like honesty and dishonesty. 
After all, no amount of data and no amount of rigorous research can, like, I can read that word, scientifically, maybe scientifically verify subjective things. So what's more, there were a number of factors that were not taken into account in the study, such as the habit of using contact information in a place where the person was assigned, and their judgments of all the importance of receiving a lost wallet. What about the items like that are available to the owner, such as like exchanging money in a wallet for case of virtual identification? So, if so, the feedback would certainly be quite different. So the Alipay, the Alipay, which has a big say in Chinese people's integrity, conducted a quite experiment in several cities, including Beijing, Hangzhou, four years ago. So they set up an unnamed supermarket in these cities. There were no cashiers, no visions like in the supermarket. Just a sign saying, "I pay your own way, pay by yourself, self-pay." So as a result, the complaints rate of these unnamed supermarket was sixty-two percent. That's nearly like in the absence of the ex- external forces and human constraints, more than half of the people have chosen to do the self-checkout. So after four years, this year, two thousand and nineteen, so Alipay. Like they try to do that experience again in Zhengzhou, Dongguan, Shanghai, Chengdu, and wait for a few cities to do the some like same credit to borrow to return the street experiments. So they put an unnamed container on the street. The container contains daily like the 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 goods you will use like daily life and the children's toys, the electronics, everything. Like which can be borrowed and returned by the strangers, like as they need it. So the experimental results show that the return rate of these unnamed containers is more than ninety percent amount, which the credit return rate of Zhengzhou and Dongguan is one hundred percent. So one of the most impressive is the father with his child, like swimming in front of a container to pick out a borrowed toy. So the father told the kid, "I told you first, this one is for borrowing only. You must return it after you playing, after you finished." So finally, many children not only return the toys they borrowed, but also they put their toys, their own toys, in the container with their parents, like under their parents' encouragement to share with other children. So there's someone. Accidentally lost the borrowed item and put they put the same amount of cash in the container. So there is still a person because borrowed oneself to admire long like they they don't have money to buy that thing but they borrowed and they after they finish after they are done they return the stuff. So Alipay. Answer to these questions received more than five thousand likes, as recorded. And this is the treasure of Chinese. It's just to prove Chinese, after all, honest or not honest is a. I think it's the best answer.
That was Triple talking about this report in his own show. That's pretty much all we have for you for this episode of the podcast. In the next episode, I will try to get my、uh, another assistant producer who is、uh, based in Malaysia now. He's called Jade to join me to talk about this issue. If you listen to the first episode, the Q and A, then you should be very familiar with her voice. And I would love to hear from you. If you listen to this podcast and you have anything you would like to say about this report, no matter it's about China, it's about other countries or where, where you live. Then feel free to get in touch. I pretty much enjoy listening to your stories. If you would like to share with us, you have been listening to Robin and Friends, a podcast from Devils FM. I'm Robin Zhang, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'll be back with you very, very soon in another show. Thank you so much for listening. Until then, do take care. Lots of love. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website diversefm.weebly.com or email. Diverse.fm at foxmail.com. Until next time.